Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. The New International Version, Matthew chapter 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a lamp under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives its light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, Anyone who says to a brother or sister, Reka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, You fool, will be in danger of the fires of hell. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them, then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you're still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. 
And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, makes her the victim of adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said by the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you've made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your own head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is from the Sermon on the Mount. And there is no doubt about the fact that this is the greatest sermon that was ever preached. It's covered in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, 6, and 7. And so today we read the first chapter of the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, verse 1 and 2 states the setting this way. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down, and his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. And so, metaphorically speaking, you have come today to sit before Jesus, the teacher, because my words are not important, but the words of the Master are all important. And so, from the Sermon on the Mount, he begins with a list of blessings that are known as the Beatitudes. And if you can follow what I'm saying, each of these blessings are given for someone's actions or reactions. And so, for example, in chapter 5, verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So these poor in spirit are spiritually needy, are aware of their need for a Savior, need for the, the Master to speak to them. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven was created for people like that, perhaps like you. Verse 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Maybe you're mourning today in sorrow for loss of a loved one, a family member, or a dear friend. But Jesus is there to comfort those who mourn. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The Lord doesn't approve of the proud and lofty. He approves of the humble and meek because he's humble and meek. So friends, meekness has been defined as power under control. Meekness doesn't mean weakness. But the meek will inherit the earth. Verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. 
So today, are you hungry and thirsty for righteousness? Is that why you've tuned into this program? May you be filled according to the word of the Lord. Verse 7, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. May we all be merciful. May we be as merciful in proportion to the mercy we expect to receive from our God. The scriptures say that is a parallel in our lives. If you're merciful, you will receive mercy. If you're judgmental and harsh, you will receive judgment. And so I encourage each of us to be merciful. Give as much mercy as you want to get from God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. And Jesus goes on um, after these initial beatitudes or blessings to make a number of different analogies. But in verse 14, he says, You, the followers of God, are the light of the world. And so he he says that a town built on a hill cannot be hidden, and a a light can't be put under a bushel and a basket and so forth. So you as a believer in Christ, you are the, the Lord's answer to the darkness of the world. When people ask, why is there darkness? Perhaps it's because uh, more individuals who have the light of Christ are not standing up. They're operating as cities that are hidden or lights under bushels. But we're to come out of the, the hidden places with the light of the Lord in us because we are the lights of the world. Jesus in verse 17 said these words, Do not think I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And so all of the foreshadowing in the Old Covenant Scriptures that spoke about the Messiah who was to come and the redemption of the Gentiles and so forth, this is all included in Jesus. All of the sacrificial system, all of the blood sacrifices that were let beginning in Exodus, the accounts in Exodus for the temple, and then continuing into Leviticus and throughout the Old Covenant. All of the blood spoke of the blood of Christ that would one day be fulfilled. So Jesus is saying that I have not come to abolish what was foreshadowed in the Old Covenant Scriptures, but I've come to fulfill them. And every little bit of them will be totally accomplished. Not one word will pass away. Now Jesus set standards that were higher than the Old Covenant standards. Over and over again, he quotes from the Old Covenant, and he says, you have heard, for example, you shall not murder, but I say you shall not have hate in your heart, or it's like murder. So Jesus says, you've heard, he quotes from the Ten Commandments, but I give you a higher standard in each of these cases. In verse 27, he deals with adultery. You've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery, but I tell you, that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So this this standard of the Lord in the Sermon on the Mount is judging the intents of our hearts, not just our actions, but our hearts. And so today, let's just deal with this one aspect. Perhaps you're listening to this and you're in an adulterous relationship. Perhaps you're listening to this and you're thinking about or planning to commit adultery. Perhaps you're captivated by pornography. It's a pervasive sin and problem in our culture. Well, friends, I call those things sins because that's what the Bible says they are. Adulterous relationships, pornography, sexual immorality, sexual uncleanness, all these things are sins. And even the planning or lustfully thinking about people in this kind of context is a sin. And so, Lord, I just pray for conviction of my friends and of myself, Lord, of any of these things that we've committed sins in our hearts toward you concerning adultery. Lord, forgive us for our adulterous relationships. 
Forgive us for planning to commit adultery. Forgive us for past adultery. Forgive us for being captivated by pornography. Lord, deliver us from evil. Break off pornography from those that are listening, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, I just call on you to bring conviction of the sin of adulterous relationships. Lord, many people have said, my God understands my sin. Well, the truth is they're worshiping a God of their own imagination. So may the God of Israel, the God of the Bible, the God of Jesus Christ bring conviction and repentance today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.